with the cost of living, moving to a high-wage, high-productivity economy, which is, I think, what this country needs to be. And to do that, we need new legislation. We've got to be bringing forward new and important bills, and that's why we are going to have a Queen's speech, and we're going to do it on October the 14th. And uh, this was the reaction from the Speaker of the House of Commons, John Burko. Uh, just a short while ago, he released this statement saying, this move represents a constitutional outrage. It goes on to say that shutting down Parliament would be an offence against the democratic process and the rights of parliamentarians as the people's elected representatives. Um, this is uh, either an, uh, an incredibly clever government manoeuvre to head off these uh, pesky parliamentarians who are plotting and scheming to do all sorts of things to try and derail uh, Boris Johnson's plan, or this is this uh, huge affront to, to democracy and a constitutional outrage. Yes, well, Boris has essentially called the bluff of the opposition MPs who've been meeting over the last couple of weeks to try and come up with a plan to stop a no-deal Brexit. Obviously, there has been a huge amount of anger in response to this move. Uh, what he's done is he's extended the recess period that British politicians get here in order to attend their party conferences. He's extended that from, five, uh, from three weeks to five weeks, uh, essentially closing down a good chunk of time where these MPs had hoped to try and bring forward some kind of new legislation in the Commons to stop him in his tracks from uh, leaving without a deal. Right, so the legislative option seems to have been shut off uh, pretty much as a, as a consequence of this. Uh, what about the uh, vote of no confidence in the government that Lawrence uh, just referred to? Could the opposition MPs plus the rebels within the Conservative Party, uh, could they muster the numbers in order to make the government fall? Well, initially, the numbers for a vote of no confidence looked quite difficult because the kind of following procedure, we, uh, we, we couldn't seem to get any answers on whether they would support the possibility of Jeremy Corbyn, the Labour leader, leading a caretaker government. Uh, this was the plan. He would lead a caretaker government, uh, extend the Article 50 process, essentially pushing the Brexit deadline further away and calling a general election. But there has been a significant amount of anger from uh, pro-Remain Conservative MPs today at this action by Boris Johnson. So it seems very likely now that there would be enough of them who would be potentially willing to vote to bring down their own government. Um, and what about the role of the DUP, of course, the Northern Irish uh, Party, who have this arrangement with the government of confidence and supply vote? Um, how are they viewing this, uh, this manoeuvre, this tactic? Well, there hasn't been uh, a huge amount of response for them yet. Generally, they have been backing Mr Johnson. Um, obviously, if there's a general election, their position could be changed. If Mr Johnson wins uh, a majority, uh, their support will be less required uh, in the new parliament. But they have been relatively supportive of his position. Obviously, they are very against this backstop uh, proposal that has been the kind of hurdle in the Brexit negotiations. Um, this is the the procedure, the insurance policy that stops her from being a hard border on the island of Ireland. Um, but Mr Johnson has essentially said that he will agree no new deal with it. So, like everybody, I really don't care what's going on in the UK, and I'm sure you don't, because I'm sure most of the people in US don't really do business with UK. At this point, everybody was 
doing business with China, Mexico, because we were getting all the goods from China and Mexico. At this point, since everybody is tied with their own financial difficulties, including UK, we really don't care what the prime minister did today or yesterday. We care about what's going on in China. We really care about what's going on in Mexico because most products were coming from there. Most companies right now are closing down. They're trying to figure out what's gonna happen in six months. And it's scary because people's livelihoods, jobs, families, paycheck to paychecks is on the line. We all need to think about this stuff. Now we have another thing going on in White House. I mean, every day is something new. Economics crashing. We are facing a recession. Foreclosures are high. Gold prices going up. Gas prices going up. Jobs are getting lost. People can't even get a job right now. And if they do, they get a minimum wage. It's almost like 20 bucks an hour for somebody that just went, got their bachelor, and they're educated. They put four to six years hard work in school. They're behind their school loans. And everybody's saying everything is going to be okay. Well, let's go see what's going to happen today in the ruling. Facing new rules for children born in the U.S. or abroad to U.S. citizens. Edward Lawrence here to break down what it all means. Edward. Yeah, Deirdre, this is a major shift uh, from the administration here. The Citizenship and Immigration Services saying now that children born to U.S. citizens outside of the United States are not automatically U.S. citizens. Also saying that children coming into or, or parents coming into the United States uh, just basically to have a birth, that child is also not automatically a U.S. citizen. Now, these rules go into effect on October 29th here. Uh, brand new rules that were just posted to their website. It clarifies that the temporary visit to the United States is what they're talking about with the children coming in. The temporary visit does not mean that child then is a U.S. citizen. You have to be in the United States for six weeks or longer in order to claim citizenship automatically to the United States. So a big change, something the president has been looking for to harden the immigration laws. No doubt this possibly will be uh, challenged in court. But as of now, October 29th, this will be the new rule. Thank you. So now we know. If I'm a U.S. citizen, my wife is a U.S. citizen, and we go to Europe, and we're going to have a baby there because the baby is due, and we're in Europe. Now you're telling me my baby might not be a U.S. citizen? I mean, there are certain things in this life that we need to consider. The rules can be changed. If two people are a citizen, the baby should be a citizen. Every time a new rule comes in, there's confusion in the country. In the country that is facing recession, economic crisis, Popeye sandwich, and on and on. Well, I don't know what is this gonna bring, but I'm sure it's gonna be more problem for this country and we should start focusing on 
how to make money and how to pay people more, have good health coverage, not to worry about a baby borning in U.S. or not. A baby is a small infant in this little crazy world that we live in. It's retarded. It doesn't make sense. You're going after something very harmless. Somebody, some kid that was just born. We don't care about a baby's citizenship. A baby, if it's a U.S. citizen, should be a U.S. citizen. If a baby was born outside the U.S., but the parents are U.S. citizens, should be a citizen. Now, this ruling probably going to pass, but it's going to bring more confusion, more problems to this stupid turfs and other stuff that we going through with China and Mexico. We don't want racism in this country. We already had enough. For past four years, there was more shootings, there was more racism I ever seen on news every day. I was thinking about just going and buy a bulletproof vest. So every time I go to a mall or something public, so I could wear it, so I protect my family or myself because I don't want to get shot while I'm going to get a hot dog or a shoe from Foot Locker. This kind of stuff creates more problems, creates more racism. We are grown people. We don't want no problem. We sick of negative thoughts and negative actions in this country. More we put flames on the fire, we're going to have consequences that's gonna face this great nation. Stop this bullshit, start focusing on your money while you're driving in the freeway, in a fucking traffic jam on the 405. Think about all this stuff. Stop hating on people's races, colors, and start thinking about how to make this country great again. Not by races, not by colors, not by religions, by making companies, products, life simple and great.